Sustainability Unwrapped, a conversational podcast about responsibility, ethics, inequalities, climate change, and other challenges of our times, where science needs practice to think about our world and how to make our society more sustainable one podcast at a time. Today, we are talking about sustainability and ethics in the banking sector. My name is Emilia Bahama and I am an associate professor in finance at Hanken. I get to discuss this interesting topic together with assistant professor Nebojša Dimic from the University of Vasa and Mikael Eskinen, chief investment officer and head of ESG at FIM and S-Bank. Welcome Nebojša and Mikael. Thank you. Um, in my opinion, ethics is an interesting topic to discuss since most people have different views on ethics and also different attitudes towards it. And um, the topic is very much relevant for the banking industry for two reasons. First, banking is largely based on trust. And then second, banks can also steer other sectors by their financing decisions. So what kind of businesses to, to finance and what types to avoid, basically. Mm-hmm. But in general, ethics and sustainability in the banking industry have gained a lot of attention after the financial crisis of 2008-2009. And um, the crisis was largely due to inadequate regulation and excessive risk taking. And uh, since the crisis, the need for mechanisms to address these problems have been highlighted. Um, But today I wanted to focus on a few very timely and interesting topics within this area of sustainability and ethics in the banking sector. Um, There hasn't really been much guidelines in this area previously, but last year United Nations launched principles for responsible banking and these principles provide a framework for sustainable banking system and United Nations also claims that these principles help the industry to demonstrate how how they make a positive contribution to society. So what do you think, Nebojša and Mika? Can such guidelines be be really useful in practice? Well, if, if I may start. Um, yes, sure. I, I have experience on uh, United Nations uh, principles for responsible investing and uh, those uh, principles uh, have had a great effort or effect on on investing part of banking sure so uh, at least uh, that gives some some idea hope that uh, those uh, principles you Emilia mentioned might might have some some effects as well in the future if I may add sorry I don't know if I interrupted but uh, I find all of this uh, initiatives by United Nations and these global organizations quite useful in in the world of sustainability and and, and ethics. Uh, These principles of responsible banking that Emilia has mentioned are tightly tightly connected to sustainable development goals or SDGs, which is probably one of the biggest uh, initiatives by United Nations so far, as well as Paris Climate Agreement, which is another, maybe second biggest initiative out there. So uh, those two huge initiatives are are proven to to 
to make that they made a difference so so uh, and positive impact so uh, I hope that uh, principles of responsible banking will follow that trend as well and uh, and help banks to to uh, to carry their to, to help banks in order to carry their uh, activities uh, with the consideration of ESG impacts in those activities. So, as uh, as Emilia said, banks need to focus on their uh, internal daily operations and how to integrate ESG uh, into internal daily operations. Basically, how they manage their physical branches, locations, human capital, so and so forth. As well as well as well as their external interactions with clients and basically what type of projects they will find fund. So considering these ESG uh, impacts will be uh, very good for them, and this initiative, such as principles of responsible banking, is is gonna, in my view, make a difference. Yes, I have I have high hopes as well. So let's see. Of course always these types of initiatives can be used as um, kind of polishing the view of your company and not really making changes but I hope and I think that these principles are actually so wide and um, yeah covering that it's rather difficult I would claim at least to to try and fulfill all the criteria just in order to polish your public view. And I, I also think that um for example, when we're talking about uh, climate change and financing, investing to, to yes. protect uh, from climate change, it's it's very important to understand the difference between investing and financing. Because normally, when we talk about investing and do investing, we we operate um, in the market and the, we don't actually finance <laughs> in many cases yeah. any anybody. So uh, someone actually said, I, I can't remember who that was when we were talking about the EU regulation. Yes, it would be good if they would regulate also those those parties that do financing, actually, <laughs> not just uh, doing stock market investing. Sure. So uh, in that in that way uh, or in that sense, it's it's the, these kind of new new uh, principles that uh, uh, cover wider aspect of investing, i.e., financing, would be welcome. I I agree. Um, well then. Nibosha, you already brought up this Paris Climate Agreement. If we continue with that, so um, yeah, banks, banks, for example, they can make a difference by not financing businesses that are fossil fuel heavy and focusing on promoting green energy instead, and so on. Um, can we really see the impact of these attempts in practice, and uh, do they make a difference? What do you think? Well, I'm a, I'm a guy with uh, um, who is very uh, enthusiastic about this whole sustainability world. So I, I I usually see this all of these agreements as something very positive, and and I see something good coming out of it. Uh, yeah. I think this in case of Paris Agreement, uh, of course, uh, I, I guess everybody knows that the United States is the country that uh, opt out of the agreement with the Trump administration, which I think was a big hit to this whole uh, whole uh, attempt to to, dec to stop this this global warming. Uh, but uh, as far as I understood, 
uh, even though the, on the federal level, the United States is not pursuing these goals uh, on local levels, on the state level, it's it's happening. So there is a, a people are realizing that global warming and climate change is something that is happening, and it's it's. Uh, and and they need to act in order to stop it. So if the Trump's administration doesn't want to go with it, uh, they made a lot of effort on, on on a smaller scale, on a state level, and companies are doing the effort uh, as well, and rest of the world at the same time. So I think this, uh, I just find this initiative, this initiative is great thing. Of course, they're not perfect, and it's difficult to put the whole world together in in, in any of these initiatives because i mean you have uh, certain countries uh, that are really advanced in terms of uh, uh, fighting the climate change or, or or they take these environmental topics very seriously such as whole scandinavian region where we live uh, over here but then at the same time you have all of these emerging markets that are not all of them but many of them really don't take this uh, issue seriously so it's difficult to find agreement on the global level but these are just great great things to great attempts and I think that they they are working quite well they're not perfect but that's best we can do right now of course I hope that everybody would jump on the board and then take this even more seriously but the agreement itself is I, I find it really really good I don't know if Mika has something to add yeah how about you Mika in practice yeah. you see in your work um I think, uh, yeah, although we know that the U.S. policy hasn't been <laughs> too supportive uh, during the past few years, but uh, let's see, maybe in a few weeks' time there will be <laughs> hopefully a different, different uh, tone. tone. But still, there are plenty of uh, multinational U.S. companies that have been active and uh, leading, leading the field, uh, same as uh, comparing between uh, federal and states. In, in, in USA, so there is a lot of things happening. Although the the, the top level level hasn't been in, into it too much, or maybe at all. So uh, in that sense, I'm I'm also quite optimistic that there are a lot of things happening all the time. Although the the regulation wouldn't especially need need there to be action in some part of the world. And uh, when it comes to Asia, I think uh, in in general. Mm, also, there's a lot, a lot of things happening. China is the the biggest investor in solar and wind wind farms, for example, or wind industry in the world, and uh, they they have just stated new new goals. Most probably, they will, those goals, if if they actually confirm them, which seems to be the case, will be the most ambitious in the world. Just suddenly, uh, out of bushes. So to say, and uh, also the the environmental problems are so um, concrete in in many parts of Asia. So it might be also easier to to get this mentality true true there, and there is uh, support from people. And uh, as long as people uh, people's income is rising, so that they they only only um, problem or question for today is not where where to get. Uh, money to feed feed family family that day there, there are new kind of uh, things that are of interest and obviously environment and the environment they are living in is one of one of those sure um 
Well, then, in addition to having an impact on the climate, banks can, of course, also promote other types of goals. Um, you know, for example, if we take Goldman Sachs that have announced that they will not arrange any initial public offerings for companies with all male boards. So this is, of course, clearly done in order to promote gender equality. Um, what's your take on these types of actions? Well, if I start, I think those those are good and they, uh, they are good examples of uh, the one who, who's got the money uh, can, can yes. say the rules. As, as long as you, you, uh, you, you don't end up being the only one in the world do, doing that, I mean, uh, in that case, it would probably not work, work completely because you would be out of the business. But obviously the idea is that the, the, some, someone has to start start the trend and others will follow and then then the improvement takes place the uh, not financing uh, coal-based businesses uh, a good example i think uh, every day we now we read every day uh, big international banks coming out that uh, we won't be financing uh, uh, coal-based business from uh, 2030 or 2040 onwards and so on i think today uh, i saw two two of those uh, uh, announcements so uh, there, the uh, big part of the business is, is moving into the same direction, and uh, I cannot see any reason why that would be the case in some other issues as well. Sure. How about you, Nebosa? Do you see a problem with these types of, of ways to, to guide other companies' strategies, or is that fine? I... I, I... Some, well, a lot of times I would like to remind uh, people that um, ESG stands for environmental social governance. So a lot of people tend to think of this whole sustainability world as the climate change issue or, or global warming issue as they, as they feel that, okay, this is something we need to, uh, this would be the biggest problem that we need to solve right now in the world but ESG there is social there is governance issues so it's it's great that there is initiatives uh, towards some other areas not just environment of course environment is a hot topic and a lot of uh, most of the people find environment as something that ne needs to be worked on the most but yeah this this kind of stuff such as uh, equal gender equality it's, it's also included in uh, United Nations sustainable developmental goals uh, and this is something that really needs to be taken care of. And uh, I think uh, lately uh, that there has been some progress in this area, but not nearly as enough as we need to uh, make progress in, in, in here. So it's, it's great. Uh, I, I find this, uh, the, this, this, this thinking is really, really good. And, uh, and, and, and again, this is a big challenge because if I go back to this Western world versus some sort of uh, emerging countries, some other parts of the world, uh, you have some areas of the world right now that in a culture, it's deep in a culture that women shouldn't be uh, going to school or get education. Women should not work or drive a car or get a driving license and so so forth. And it's some parts of the world, uh, it's just how they've been living for so long. And this is something that uh, I guess this 
it's, I, it, it's, it's, it's a big issue to change the whole culture in these areas. But we must not forget that, for example, we had slavery in the United States as a part of the culture for very long time and it, it changed. Uh, we have a lot of uh, areas in the world where, where uh, uh, LGBT population didn't have any rights, but now they do. So I think this is also something that can change and will change. In some areas, it's going to be a bigger challenge than in others, uh, and it will take more time. But if these issues need to be discussed openly and uh, all these uh, bad statistics related to these needs to be brought up, discussed, and uh, uh, and that's the way to make it better. And, and, and I think it's possible, and these initiatives are great, and, and it's just we need to... We need to all think of those also. Yeah, but also back to my beginning of the point, it's not just environment, environmental issues we talk about here, there's others as well, and quite a lot of them. Yeah, sure. And uh, related to, to gender equality, of course, we have, as you mentioned, big differences between countries and some countries have quotas and we have EU recommendations and then there are some stock market uh, rules or regulations in, so that in order to list in a specific stock exchange you might have to fulfill some criteria and then yeah then this type of a this type of a, an initiative by a company that arranges initial public offerings so this is an interesting interesting way to to steer as well what were you saying Mika yeah I mean uh, although it's it's true that uh, climate change has taken the airtime, I would say 98% of the airtime. But uh, I think, uh, or I tend to think that uh, without climate change, the the other subjects uh, wouldn't have um, uh, got got uh, even even this this much attention than they are getting now because the climate change has lifted the whole concept of responsible responsible or sustainable investing. To, to high level that uh, although percentage-wise the, the other issues don't get too much, but in absolute terms they do get quite quite nice attention as well. And uh, especially now when uh, when the, the process is um, regarding climate change in investing have, uh, have uh, matured, they are not ready, but in m many organizations they are in, in place. Now there's more more time also to shift to to see other other issues as well. So uh, climate change has um, has had a big effect on other issues attention as well. Sure, and then we have research papers showing that if often changes come together. So for example, if we focus on independence, so at the same time we might improve gender equality since if we have to replace some board members, so we might just yes. as well fix a few other. Uh, issues at the same time and so on. So I, I suppose this is this is really that as well that all changes, yeah, or all attention maybe is positive mm -hmm. in that sense. Um, well, then I I wanted to bring up also money laundering briefly, since that is uh, or those problems have also gained a lot of attention recently. So banks are required to know their customers and the origin of the customers' funds. Um, so how big a problem is uh, this money laundering for the banking industry in practice, and then how can we control for that? 
Uh, well, that's a big question, and it's uh, a heavy one. I know. <laughs> no, I, I I kind of work in a factory where we do do investing, and uh, I don't I don't face clients as such too too often. Yeah. Uh, different people people are working in the in the client space, but uh, obviously the the regulation, all regulation, and uh, maybe especially the regulation related to. To, to money laundering and know your customer principles uh, have uh, have had a uh, big effect on the on the stuffing in in banks. I think even in in Scandinavia, probably thousands of uh, of people have been hired to to work in this area. So it has had a, had an effect, and uh, uh, it causes a lot of lot of work in the organizations and uh, it's it's very uh, finely uh, defined what you need to do at at what state stage of a any process so um, I think banks banks do do take the issue absolutely seriously and uh, they, they don't no one wants to get uh, involved with the with, with that issue in, in a negative way, that's for sure. Yes, I agree. It's definitely, <laughs> it costs a lot of, <laughs> yeah, money in terms of lost business yeah, and everything. lost reputation if you, yeah, yes. if you end up with that publicity. Yeah. It, it, it's interesting related to money laundering that we had some such, we had huge cases of HSBC, for example, and uh, Mexican cartels connection where this money from this the money was being laundered from them and uh, even connections to some terrorist organizations and such a huge huge cases and then uh, we fast forward to a few years from now and we have Danske Bank for example again happening and then Swedbank in Sweden and like so it's it's uh, it, it, I was really the disappointed learning about Danske Bank a few years ago and uh, I really didn't expect something like that can happen so so close to us uh, but so it was their Estonian branch and uh, a lot of money came from Russia uh, from uh, unknown sources and being laundered it was like one of the biggest cases in history in terms of how much money went through there and the Danske has a, such a big reputation and this incident could have put the whole bank down uh, so it's you would think that this it's it's impossible that this much money would go through and being to be laundered laundered by such a big organization, but it happened. But I agree that uh, I think um, authorities are taking this very seriously, and all this uh, nowadays it's getting harder and harder to do these kind of activities. And I, I hope that uh, we will not have. That should be cases in the future regarding to money laundering. I think banks are really, uh, uh, they, these banks that went through these incidents got affected a lot. And then now uh, these other banks don't want to be on the same boat anymore. So they're trying to do the best they can to, to stop it. And uh, actually we discuss in a, in, a, in a class as I teach, what should banks do in order to avoid this in the future? What kind of monitoring, uh, transparency system they should introduce? And uh, of course, we don't solve these issues because it's difficult to solve the money laundering in a, in a classroom. But quite a lot of interesting suggestions come up. Uh, 
we will come out with them and, and discuss them. So, and I, I, I hope that it, it's such a big cases are not going to happen in the future. Yeah, and it's it's a good reminder that uh, government governance do matter. Governance does matter. Mm -hmm. exactly. exactly. In the end, it's gover governance issue. Mm. Indeed. Um, well then, how about the hot topic of of the present moment, so the pandemic? Do you see some kind of an effect by that in the banking industry and ethics and sustainability? Is it so that all the attention now globally goes to the pandemic and at the same time businesses can do whatever or um, are these related in any way? No, at least I cannot see it that way. I mean, uh, for example, in my my uh, daily work or thinking I'm I'm doing, this is just one additional issue that's probably going to be present a, a few years and uh, it hasn't slowed uh, our interest in climate change or or things related to climate change basically at all. Also, uh, probably this will uh, leave some new thinking on uh, risk consideration side of, of investing, but uh, this, this will be just one topic among others, although no deny, not denying at the moment it's the topic. <laughs> But uh, it won't change too much in the long run, I think. Yes, and something we have discussed earlier uh, about uh, principles of responsible investing, and actually Mika has said that in 2020 there is a quite a huge increase in in, in signatories of, of PR, United Nations PRI, and uh, it's it's quite a big surprise that, or maybe not a surprise, maybe people just understand that these issues are very important, and regardless of the COVID uh, crisis and and uh, spotlight that COVID has taken, we can see that uh, people are still people still care about these uh, the environmental, social governance issues. So so they're still signing these principles, and and the encouraging thing was that in. Uh, some other parts of the world besides Europe that's been increased in, in signatories in 2020. So. Mm -hmm. so the same things are basically happening despite the pandemic or the same type of uh, development. So yes, sure, more things maybe happen online than, than before, but, but yeah, hopefully the direction is still the same. Yeah, I think in, in banking, uh, the trend has been, as, as we know, for uh, not, not going to the branches <laughs> anymore. So this is nothing new in, in banking. Now it's only the, the employees don't go to the branches anymore. We work at home. <laughs> Same everywhere, I suppose. Yes. In all kinds of businesses. Exactly. Um, well, how about then, do you have any topics that you wanted to bring up or um, I was thinking, I was thinking about a little bit what, what, how ba banks would benefit from doing sustainable jobs, yeah. or what, what this sustainable banking uh, brings to banks. And I checked some studies and a little bit of 
academic research on that and uh, basically the big one I don't know if you would agree is that the reputation so as we just talked about these cases of for example money laundering in Danske Bank the reputational hit is, is, is huge huge uh, in these kind of cases if you have a money laundering case or if you're not treating your employees well uh, it's, it's gonna hurt you so banks need to uh, keep up with their uh, business so to avoid this kind of reputational hits uh, as well as in investor confidence and Mika probably has something more to say like how do investors feel when they see that there is a problem in certain organization or company or bank uh, so they don't want to do business with them so yeah, that that's the, this this reputational benefits and this investor confidence is is something that would her like like would help banks in, in if they per perform sustainable banking. Uh, I don't know if you have some others that. What do you think? Why uh, banks would benefit from from uh, from doing sustainable business? Yeah, I think. Um it, it soon i mean you you cannot make a difference by by uh, doing more and more sustainable things you'll you'll make a difference if you don't do i to stay in the business you you need to do those things and uh, this is so so heavily competed area that uh, you don't uh, get an advantage of uh, getting more fees or or similar if you're doing sustainable things you you cannot you need to to price the the the, the loan or whatever competitively uh, anyway I mean you you cannot properly demand demand uh, a, a premium even if, if your your product is uh, more sustainable or so because, uh, I mean uh, some, some they, they, obviously there there must be people who are ready to pay pay more for being sustainable but uh, there are plenty of people who, who won't be paying premium for for sustainable things so uh in that sense you you i think you cannot think that uh i could uh kind of increase fees because this is such sustainable product or or so because everybody's doing it sooner or later and uh, mm. it's a great competition mm. yeah so it's maybe more of that negative downside then exactly as opposed exactly. to yeah so you yes. don't want to be the bank that gets caught related to interest rate manipulations or whatever we've now seen uh, seen in the past so so yes you may get record fines from the authorities but on top of that it's the reputational hit yes that is the big deal there um, yes the discussion has been really interesting and uh, I I think that it's time to start to wrap it up at this point um, so where do you see the future in this area or um, where are we heading? Is the future a good one? I, I think we are keeping the track, i.e. The, the direction is, is clear and uh, it will only get, get fast. The transition will only get faster going forward. So uh, it, it, yeah. Uh, I don't expect any any major new new kind of uh, revolutionary ideas. We, we know 
we know we need to be uh, more sustainable in every every action we we take in uh, whether it's uh working this working related decisions or your uh, free time related uh, decisions it's it's the only only way is towards more sustainable uh, action um do you think that in the future the playing field will be more even globally so so that countries will be closer to one another or do we still even if we have improvements all over the globe basically do we still have big differences left in the future as well well there will always be uh differences based on on local local uh, uh issues or local uh, culture cultural things maybe maybe but uh but uh, when it comes to climate change i think uh things will uh will be harmonizing all, over time and uh, legislation such such as uh, is coming out in in European Union will uh, sooner or later hopefully sooner uh, happen happen in, in other places as well with some local differences obviously but uh, the big picture is is getting harmonized how about Nebosha? Do you have any take on this? I, I definitely agree with Mika here. I mean, it's 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 evident that the ESG issues are here, are present, and they are part of the business practices. No matter if they're if they're if we're talking about banks or or any other industry, this is these issues are important, and uh, and uh, it's it's. The companies are are trying to to incorporate these in in their in their activities, in their business practices. So uh, it is of course it is necessary. The banks uh, take part of this as well, and it's natural that uh, now we have initiatives for the banks, as we had for some governments or certain companies or industries. So it's it's important that banks uh, come on board and they are on board. And in the future, I think they're just gonna this this whole uh, area will just grow stronger. I don't see this uh, as 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 Mika said any any major changes that that will that will happen in the future, except that uh, these issues will become more more important and there will be more initiatives and more. Uh, more uh, bigger push by the banks to to achieve this sustainable banking because there is no other way i, I mean uh, if banks want to keep their customers uh, if they want to keep the best employees if they they just need to get on board of, of sustainable banking i don't see that it's possible and especially in the future that it will be possible to to completely avoid these these uh, issues and and still be successful so i think this will this this will continue because if we want to make a this world a better place we 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 have to we have to push from the different angles so banks are going to do their share i'm sure of that yes and i i completely agree and i also think that other companies via banks so via who gets funding so that is a very effective way so you can you can require or ask for all kinds of changes just as this uh Goldman Sachs policy to not not uh, take initial public offerings further which don't have 
women on on companies boards and so on so these types of things that would take a lot of effort from the legislators are rather rather simple than if you put it that way so that so that the bank requires something in order for you to get get funding or to get service service from them and i also think if i can add banks are are enormously powerful some of these big banks are are more are bigger than some small countries around the world so uh, the decisions the banks make can make a huge impact so it's 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 uh, uh, i mean stuff they do can really make a difference so that's why i think that it's 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 really important and it's really good to have banks on board in the sustainability world and and then that they keep on doing even better job in the future because we had these cases of uh, of money laundering that we talked earlier and there is lots of discussions about for example bankers bonuses uh, that they pay uh, the environments in, in 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 banks trading floor in some investment bank i mean uh, how how aggressive and greedy and risk loving they are so uh, uh i mean i'm talking now 20 years in the past 10 years in the past i'm sure now it's the situation is changing for better so I, I think the way banks act it can make a huge huge impact so this is why this this topic is very uh, important and timely, and and I, I see good things happening in the future. Yes, and it in general it does seem that the banks are interested in in the area themselves as well. And and, and now just that I checked, it was 185 banks who had signed these principles for responsible banking by the United Nations and so on. So it's not irrelevant in that sense mm -hmm. many are interested and it, it is a high priority to them and, yeah. uh, and um, hopefully uh, our future graduates as well <laughs> that we are now educating at these universities will will be knowledgeable and will will make a difference on their behalf as well yes Vika. yeah i would also like to remind that uh banks and uh other institutions can also do a lot of things without signing signing some, some sure, principles. Definitely. So that's first of all, signing something it doesn't necessarily mean you you are doing doing a lot of things, but uh, one can do a lot of things even without signing. There might be some rational reasons not to not to sign sign some principles. Yeah, of course, all all these agreements yeah. are not for for institutions at all in all sizes and yes. types of yeah. It's not always doable, but um, yeah, definitely it just shows that there is interest, interest yes. and uh, banks are willing to to um, commit to these types of efforts. I thank you both for this interesting discussion. Thank you for joining, joining um, this session and um, let's Let's wait and see what happens, what the future brings in this area. It's, it's an interesting area to follow. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you very much for the invitation.